In this month celebrating the first deadly sin, let us take a moment and acknowledge when our priests and bishops take a public stand against degeneracy for the truth of Christ. Let us take a moment and appreciate those who decide that it really is the month of the Sacred Heart and defend the faith regardless of the cost. And let us mourn for them when they either succumb to the pressure to acknowledge the sins of the world or are pressured to by their superiors. Today we'll do a brief look at the sad saga of Bishop Thomas Tobin of Providence, Rhode Island. He's not to be confused with Cardinal Nighty Knight Tobin, who had a gay Italian model stay at his rectory with him for several weeks. No, Thomas Tobin is a bishop who had the audacity to tweet out something rather innocuous, at least innocuous to Catholics who believe the faith. I'm going to read you what he, t what he tweeted out on Twitter over the weekend. A reminder that Catholics should not support or attend LGBTQ Pride Month events held in June. They promote a culture and encourage activities that are contrary to the Catholic faith and morals. They are especially harmful to children. Now, look at that tweet. Notice the right-hand corner. At the time I grabbed that screen capture, he had 83,000 responses to not nearly that many likes. That's what's called getting ratioed. The responses are on the left-hand side. Getting ratioed is where you tweet something or, on another platform, post something, and the negative responses far outweigh the positive, by a long shot. It looks different on different platforms, but in the end, it's all the same. If you read the responses, they are full of the typical bile and vile commentary that you'd expect in our evil and fallen world. Some included pornography, which I'll spare you the experience of having to see. You're welcome. Tobin was publicly protested by the state's governor, celebrities of course, and various public figures. His own priests begged their acronym parishioners not to leave the church. I hope they also beg them not to receive the Eucharist while living that death style. But Tobin's stand wouldn't last. I suspected he received pressure from other bishops or even a high-ranking cardinal in his region, because he issued a statement on Sunday that included the following, quote, I regret that my comments yesterday about Pride Month had turned to be so controversial in our community and offensive to some, especially the gay community. That certainly was not my intention but I understand why a good number of individuals have taken offense. I also acknowledge and appreciate the widespread support I have received on this matter. The Catholic Church has respect and love for members of the gay community, as do I. Individuals with same-sex attraction are beloved children of God, and are brothers and sisters. As the gay community gathers for a rally this evening, I hope that the event will be a safe, positive, and productive experience for all. As they gather, I will be praying for a rebirth of mutual understanding and respect in our diverse community. End quote. You know, I have to hand it to him. He managed to hit all of the progressive talking points there. Referring to the Skittles lifestyle as a community, he touched on how diverse providence is, and of course, how everyone is a beloved child of God. Sadly, the statement is an efficient surrender to the angry hordes, and it comes at a time when there is no one in the church really speaking out against this madness, save for a few priests on social media and the occasional layperson. Notice that Bishop Tobin was slaughtered in the media, and had powerful public pressure put on him to conform to the values of this dying world, 
while Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church has been publicly praising First Deadly Sin Month without repercussion. To call a First Deadly Sin rally a positive event is sickening. After all, the organizers of that event themselves said they were going to bring the First Deadly Sin Parade to the church since Catholics were forbidden from going. What goes on at those parades? You and I already know the answer to that. It's enough to make a decent person sick, but the world is severely lacking decent people these days, so few are willing to speak publicly against the evil that goes on at those events. A bishop giving credence to a Skittles community is bad enough, but the fact that few if any of his brother bishops publicly came to his defense is deeply disturbing. After all, what he was reiterating was simply what the church has always taught. Catholics cannot support sodomy any more than we can endorse pornography or usury or withholding a man's wages or anything else that runs contrary to the faith. Yet whenever a Catholic takes a public stand against it, few of the faithful come to his defense. Yes, Bishop Tobin received many responses and statements of support from the laity. But remember, folks, this is a hierarchical church. It'd be very nice if his superiors in Rome or his brother bishops in the U.S. had come to his defense. In a more sane age, they would have. If he had tweeted about the need to open borders and it had been ratioed, you and I know that other bishops would have come to his defense, and open borders isn't a Catholic position in the slightest. But this is the world modernism created. Is it any wonder that the collapse of Western civilization began right around the time the modernists solidified their control of the church, changed her liturgy, and permitted unfit men into the priesthood? It's not a coincidence. So goes the church, so goes the world. And the church opened her windows to the world, and only let in a diabolic disorientation, part of whose manifestation is the inability of a bishop of the Catholic Church to stand up against public displays of sin that have been condemned by civilization and the faith since the very beginning of time. This is madness, but it is a self-inflicted madness, when where evil is called good, and good is called evil. The media, of course, celebrated the pushback. That's not surprising. The Washington Post highlighted the pushback and Bishop Tobin's apology. BuzzFeed, that serious source of news, highlighted the pushback from the acronym people, calling it heroic. BuzzFeed went further, though, and I'll quote the article so you can see their reprehensible behavior. Quote, Back when Tobin was Auxiliary Bishop of Pittsburgh, his diocese was named in a grand jury report on the cover-up of sexual abuse by the Catholic Church. Last year, Tobin told the Providence Journal that he was aware of reports of sexual abuse during his time in Pittsburgh, but he added that they were outside his responsibility. The Diocese of Pittsburgh has been very responsible and transparent in responding to allegations of sexual abuse, Tobin told the newspaper, adding he was not personally part of the grand jury report. Given that history, Tobin's tweet this week was particularly outrageous, said Joe Lazzarini, president of the Rhode Island Pride. He said LGBTQIA plus people are harmful to children, and frankly, hearing that from a leader of the Catholic Church is frankly flabbergasting, Lazzarini told BuzzFeed News. End quote. There is something really funny about BuzzFeed being considered a serious news source, given that it wasn't all that long ago that all BuzzFeed really did was push out a bunch of clickbait top 10 lists for Facebook, some of which were pornographic. Now they get to lecture us about morality. And make no mistake, folks, what you see here with the use of the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report isn't a fluke. It's the playbook going forward. The church no longer has moral authority in the eyes of the world. 
It's almost as if the investigations into decades-old abuse allegations was done precisely to neuter the church in the fight against Globo Homo. So be prepared, because when the next bishop speaks out, you'll see Pennsylvania come up somehow in the attack from the media on them. It's the new normal, and one we must get used to. It's a cross to carry for all of the faithful who care. The biggest tragedy about Bishop Tobin surrendering on this issue is in the details. It is the adoption of the acronym agenda's language. Language is key. It frames our thinking. It permits certain thoughts from being had and, pro and prohibits others from coming to mind simply by the lack of language that can be employed to express the, the idea. If we lack the language to resist an idea, then that idea becomes the default idea in the consciousness of, of the people. Bishop Tobin referred to the Skittles as a community unironically. He referred to them as gay, which is a linguistic accepting of their disordered identity. He employed language that no Catholic ever should use. The only thing he didn't use was the ever-changing acronym, an acronym which symbolizes madness itself, for sexual perversion and the collapse of mental health have been enshrined as part of the identity of human beings, when in reality there is only Logos, that which adheres to the natural law and its lawgiver, Jesus Christ, and of course, anti-Logos or Antichrist. These are the only things that truly exist. When a bishop of the Catholic Church is using the language of Antichrist in a way that is meant to signal surrender on an issue, it is a dark day. Given the sudden turn around on this issue, I expect he was pressured to do so from on high, likely from the otherwise useless U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, that illustrious body founded by Cardinal Bernadin, a known skittle himself. If my theory is correct, then what happened wasn't just a failure of leadership from Tobin, it was a failure of leadership that is manifest in a political body within the church in America that shouldn't exist in the first place. This is the bitter fruit the USCCB has borne, one among many. Pray for Bishop Tobin, and pray that the bishops and cardinals in America and beyond wake up and remember what it is that their office truly demands. The time grows short. For Return to Tradition, I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.